Hello, welcome to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Show Oshibeson is the lead pastor, Grace Made Christian Center, where we raise change agents. We do hope you'll be refreshed by God's word today. Happy listening. Celebrate Jesus as he comes on stage. Wow, good morning, good morning, everyone. Thank you very much, sir. Please be seated. Please be seated. Thank you very much. I love your church. That's a confession. I really love your church. Sincerely, I'm serious. I love your church. It doesn't take me time to fall. <laughs> no, no, seriously. Once I see the things I'm looking for, I fall easily. So I'm falling for your church anyways. <laughs> All right. Another observation, you know. I really didn't know that your pastor has this great sense of humor. I mean, it, I, it made me laugh out loud. I'm not, I'm not joking. Thank you for the music. I, I mean, I always wrote on the floor. Share some things with me. I never believed that he's that funny. I mean, seriously. Thank you so much, pastor. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. All right. And um, so the lady with the spoken word, she said something about practicing for, I think, I brought a message, greetings from my wife. Let me, let me, let me. Christmas of my wife. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Um, I promise to tell you nothing but the truth. I mean, the old truth. I mean, so help me God. Trust me for the truth. Okay. Um, to start with, I I actually enjoyed the session I I met. That 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 session very fantastic. Please round applause for all the panelists and the moderator. Right, right, yeah. A lot was shared. A lot was shared, and that's powerful. And I must say this for, for truth. I, I, you know, I told Pastor, I mean, I was, I, I've been in, a, in an assembly where I was misunderstood, where they didn't really understand me, all right? Now, is it possible for all of us to have the same head? What's the standard shape of head? Right? What's the standard shape of head? Like, oh, no, your head is not like whatever head. Do you understand? So, I mean, you have an inclusive church, and that's a health, you have a, you have a very healthy church where, whereby it is very inclusive. Everybody can come from different nations, different tribes, different personality. We don't need to have any personality clash. You know, you just come in, you fellowship under love and understanding. Please, round of applause for yourself. I really, I'm serious about what I just said now. I'm serious about it. And you need, you need to spread this message. You need to let people know that that is what you represent. Trust me. So m- most of you will not have a seat very soon in this place. You need to let the, let the world know because it is highly needed. Trust me, it is highly needed. That message of love is highly needed. Okay, quickly, let's get down to business. Yesterday, I ran my first marathon. Has anybody ever attempted to run marathon here? Nobody. So I'm the, I'm the champ here. You, you, I mean, really, do you have a good medal for... Do you have a medal for... Anybody with a medal for any marathon here? Nobody. Okay, so I'm... Let's do <laughs> Okay. So I, I learned, I, I'm just going to quickly tip in one or two things. I mean, I'm going to inspire some of you. I mean, well, I just registered just a week. You know, I've always loved fitness and all these things like, like that. So I just registered a week and I started practicing. I did my first five kilometers, did my, you know, seven kilometers. So I've not attempted 10 kilometers in a, I mean, a competition, like, I mean, something like that. But there's something I realized that, you know, physical exercise can help you do, all right? You know, even Paul said that physical exercise would profit. Don't add that little. Leave the little. Profit is profitable. <laughs> Do you understand? If you add that little, you will commonize it like, oh, it's just little. No. You know, it's profitable. You know, when I did my five kilometers, my first five kilometers, I had a rush of emotions. 
I mean, I was angry. I was bitter, feeling disappointed, hopeless. And I had to fight all those emotions. Do you understand now? For me to go back again and do a seven kilometer. Do you, do you understand that? So, I mean, and when I did my marathon, while I was running yesterday, I realized that it's so difficult for two people to run together in a marathon. Very difficult. Very difficult for two people to run together in a marathon. So difficult. Because sometimes you are weak. That person is still strong. And you have to probably wait for them. I mean, it's very... If you want to test, if you have a new partner, test them, you know, just say, let's, let's run, <laughs> you know, and try to, I mean, it's very, very helpful. Very, very helpful. I did kayaking with my wife, and I mean, when you do things together, that's when you realize that, man, sometimes you, you can, you have to do, the strong sometimes have to be weak, all right, so that the weak can be strong. But along the line, at the end of, by the, along the line, you'll both get stronger. That's what will happen. At some point in time, the strong would have to be weak. Deliberately. But along the line, that is where the weak will gain their strength from. You bring them to where you are, and before you know it, they, you, they will inspire you. Sometimes when you, when you see the people you've inspired, it inspires you. Do you know that? When you see the people, if I teach you something now, and I see you doing it, and I'm almost at the edge of giving up, and nobody knows. When I see you now doing it, I'll be like, wow. But I taught him how to do this. Then that means I don't have to sleep on it. The people you inspire can, you know, can inspire you back. All right, let's quickly go back to love. All right, so we're talking about love. Is this love I am feeling? Mm, sugar, that's serious. That's serious. Is this love I'm feeling? I mean, it's, it's such a very wide topic. I can talk about it from now to only God knows. But I have to, you know, compact everything for you. Please give me your attention. Give me your attention. Okay, so let me start with this. To start with, we're all always thinking about love. What is love? I mean, that's the, that's the fundamental thing. Like, I mean, before you can even say you want to, I mean, do anything or know anything, talk about love, at least have an idea of what love is. All right. And I'm going to help us with that, okay? Now, some of us have read books and they've told you um, there's eros, there's philia, there's, you know, you know all these from Greek knowledge, trying to, you know, bring us to the understanding of, of what love is, all right? But I'm, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you. Okay, so love is a feeling. It's legit if someone says, I feel, because you can't deny an experiential evidence. You can't tell me I'm not feeling what I'm feeling. That's where people get it wrong. When you say, oh, you know, no, no, love is a feeling. Love is a feeling, all right? Now, let me quickly tell you something about yourself. Now, there are four sides to you. You're a physical human being, right? Okay? You're an emotional human being. All right? Now, you are a sexual human being. Are you not all these things I've mentioned? Okay, I can't remember the fourth one anyways. It happens. But you have all these sides to you, all right? And they all have their expressions and use. So sometimes you don't have to deny a part of you. So it's okay. Love is a feeling. So if you're feeling that way, it's okay. We'll take it from there, all right? But we're going to go back to the source of that feeling. We're going to go back to the genesis of the feeling, okay? Now, you're a sexual human being. And sometimes, we really don't like talking about it, all right? Or you want to deny that part. It's not you. That's the way you're created. You're designed for a purpose. If you're going to multiply, how would it happen? If you're going to be fruitful, how will it happen? Definitely, of course. All right? 
So, I mean, by nature, by design, if they just leave you without any guidance or anything, you will be on your own. If you find yourself in a jungle, you will just realize that without anybody catering for you, telling you what to do, what not to do, or you will wake up one morning, you feel funny, you feel this way, you will come to yourself and understand that that is who you are. So stop struggling with it. Stop denying who you are. Do you understand that? Okay. All right. Now, going back to what love is, saying, I first said that love is a feeling. Now, love is a decision. You can decide and say, this is who I want to love. I want to fall in love with this person. I want to love that person. I want to love that person. I want to love that person. Love is a decision. And love is a reward. Love is a reward. After someone has done something for you, or someone has ticked all your boxes, you want to reward them with love. All right, now let's go back to the Genesis. Your own beginning. I want to tell you your own story now. All right? Now, there's something we call in psychology, we call it schema therapy. And I run it for, you know, my client. Schema therapy. And schema is about how you came into your understanding, that your present understanding that you have. You know, it is, the way you are functioning now is based on what you know now. Do you know? Do you know? If you know better, you do better, won't you? Uh-huh. So it's, it's at this level. So schema is at the beginning of, it's called, in education, they call it, because I studied education, they call it entry behavior. You cannot learn how to spell a word, right, without learning A, B, C, knowing the letters first, Abby. So that's your previous knowledge. That's what will take you to the next level. Then when you know how to spell a word, then you now need to, what, make sentences. Somebody cannot start telling you, teaching you how to make sentences if you cannot do A, B, C, right? Okay, so even if you are 15 years old and you're in primary one, and everybody is learning how to make sentences there, and you can't say, recite your ABC, they will have to what? Take you back to ABC. That's the problem. So that says you something. You can think about that. We all look alike, being the same level, but our level, our maturity, our growth is different. It differs. Are we good on this? Okay, now, going back to love, your entry, I want to tell you your story, how you came into love. Now, your, inter- your schema is the first, that entry behavior, the first, the first idea, where you got the idea of what love could be. Love is a concept. Forget this language that we are talking, that you can hear me, okay? Now, it is love in English. It is ife in Yoruba, different words. I mean, trying to what? Describe the concept. So, focus on the what? On the concept. So, when you got the idea of the concept of love, and you started to understand, even before you can put your words together, you started to understand that there's a concept. It started right from where you were being born. Okay? Now, while you were being born, you cry. You're being fed. Okay? Someone is feeding you. Someone is taking care of you. Really? I mean, it's almost like, okay, yeah, these are my people. You go back to them. You know, Some way, somehow, they're forming, you are, you are forming that love takes care of my need. Love takes care of me. Someone who loves me will what? Take care of me. Do you understand that? So a concept has been formed in your mind. Okay, now, now listen to this. Now, on the love spectrum, this same love spectrum that we're talking about, we are all not loved the same way. And when I mean parental care, upbringing, it's not the same way. We are all from different spectrums. Do you understand that? So, I mean, I could receive so much love from my parents. I don't know how much love you receive from yours. I don't know how much love you receive from yours. Do you understand now? And that's how I got my own idea of love. You will 
I'm, I don't want to jump myself, but imagine those two people, they are still going to grow up, find themselves, and they want to love each other. Whereas their schema is different. Do you get it now? Now, when schema opens your eyes, and there's something about schema, it opens your eyes to see things. And I could see that it's the same thing that the Word of God does to us. And the Word of God, we call it Rema. It eats you. Schema will eat you and open your eyes to the same thing. Okay. So at this beginning, you recognize love as somebody, something meeting your need, somebody being there for you. And it's the same thing. First John 3.16 talked about the love of Jesus, what Jesus did for us. All right, what they did for you. So, you come into love, you have that understanding that this is what love is. And after some time, it's quite okay at that point in time. Sometimes, some people receive less love and they will need the grace of God to be able to give more because you can only give what you have. Do you understand now? It will take the grace of God, okay, for them to realize that this is so much more. Because it's so difficult if you have not really experienced love to give love. And sometimes when you've really experienced so much love and you see someone, I mean, it can also be very, very sacrificial that you have to love someone who doesn't really have the capacity to love you as much as you love them. Or even on the, or as much as they even love themselves. I don't like, I don't want some people to love me the way they love themselves. Ah, no, 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 no. No, I don't want some people to love me the way they love themselves. Like, I mean, I love myself more than the way they love themselves. So, I mean, so, I mean, that could be another, you know, another challenge. So, let's go back to, I want to, I want to, I want to help you to understand your own feelings and for you to know if this is love. So, you, you keep having this meeting people. You know, relating with people, your world. You know, meeting people in your world. Relating with people in your world. And you're meeting people. You're seeing people. Relating. And um, either a guy or a girl, same sex, opposite sex. You know, there's still a fundamental thing about love, which is about giving, sharing. Okay? I mean, I mean, sacrifice. So, I mean, even as a friend, I mean, you should be able to do some things for me. Should be able to, you know, be there for me. I mean, it's just what it is, basically. All right. And um, sorry, it's can kind of be down a bit. Okay. So, you know, and um, it gets to a point where you begin to think. You begin to think about the demands that the demands that love places on you. Now let me take you back to let me take you back to your to yourself. How you now came to say at this point in time, this is the person that I'm going to love. Now, Bible says something fundamental, and I want you to hold on to this. At a point in time, you'll meet some people, they will tick all your boxes. Okay, somewhere in your mind. Don't forget that you're coming from a journey whereby you feel secured that if someone talks to me this way, they probably love me. If someone does this for me, they probably love me. Do you understand now? You have that at the back of your mind. Love is a reward. So you are tempted to reward them, all right, with to be a little bit biased when it comes to them. 
do you understand? I'm saying, you know, you are, you are tempted to have that, to be a little bit biased. Because, and let me tell you something. While you are growing, you didn't know. Some way, some experiences in life shapens your thoughts. You begin to appreciate certain appearances more than the other. You, you don't know. My first crutch was in year four. When I was in primary four, she was light-skinned, brilliant, hairy. She's like coming first and coming second. I mean, she's, I mean, she's so good, like... So from thousand primary five, like men, I found the love of my life. Nobody can tell me anything else. I mean, we we went our separate ways, and for like about over ten years that we were not together, everyone I was always telling everyone that I know my wife. Even though I was there, I said I know my wife. Abiola Libalog is my wife. So funny that even when I dated some people, I would still tell them that you're not my wife. I'm serious. I know my wife. So I, I was in Unilag, so I went to visit my friend. I'm always going to visit my friend in Lasso. So while visiting my friend, I started dating a girl in Lasso. My friend's hostel. I told her, you're not my wife. I have a wife. Her name is Abiola Ali Balogun. She said, Ali Balogun. I said, yes. It's her brother, Larry. Say yes, Larry is my friend. I said, ah! <laughs> you need to bring me to Larry. Say, lie, lie, never. You that you told me already that I'm not your wife. Abiola is your wife. Go and look for your Larry. As God will have it. That very day, I followed my friend to the canteen. I just sat down. I then walked in. My Abiola. Gosh! That was the best moment back then. So, I mean, I walked up, like, Abiola, she like, called me from Lola this year. I said, yes, yes, forget it. I knew there's a purpose for me coming to this last. I knew it. But you know the funny thing? You know, I was so impressed. In our department, she's best student there, you know, studying microbiology, something like that. Yeah, she's like, yeah, you're like, why are you not doing medicine? Like, oh, blah, 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 story. But cut long story short, you know, we, started, we became friends again. But we've been different. Then I released myself that this is not my wife. Because I started gaining certain understanding by then. I knew some things. I had, an, I had an inclination that I'm going to be doing this. Like I knew it that my wife would be that person that would be so captivating, powerful, influential. I knew it. So, I mean, I felt like years of... But after having this conversation, I realized, ah, where do I even start from? This one doesn't even know what they call vision. Doesn't even as an, uh, as in I didn't I didn't even make any effort. So I mean, I, I think God just helped me to say so that you don't get married in the future and you're thinking that ah, it would have, if ah, if my wife does anything, I'll say ah, Bella will not have done this to me, you know. So now where am I going? Is that you know at the point in time, I'm trying to give you my own schema. Because while I was looking for Abiola, I was trying to look for Abiola's replacement. So I was only attracted to fair ladies. So you have to be fair. No matter how beautiful you are, even if you're dark, no, you have to be fair. So that's my schema. That's the entry. And when God was going to deal with me, my wife is dark. And, it, and seriously, you know, Sometimes you don't know how you've been programmed. You watch the media, you watch all these things. Some way, somehow they are infiltrating into your thoughts. You don't know. 
Because the truth of the matter is that love has no color, love has no shape, love has no, I mean, all those things are not there. There's one guy called Ben Underwood. He's a blind guy. He's the first person to use echolocation, to human beings to use echolocation. Echolocation is what dolphins use. Dolphins don't see, you know they're blind. But they use echolocation to discover things. So this guy is blind. All right? I mean, they can hear all these things. You know they're producing sounds, all these chairs. You, do, you, do, you may not know. You're, all right? We are at different levels in life, even as, in, as a human being. When something happens to your eyes and you can't see, then you have to train your hearing senses. Do you understand that now? Okay? Now, this guy called Ben Underwood is the first human being to have this capacity of echolocation. You walk around, he will tell you this is a phone there. Without thought, he will be telling you what is there. He will tell you there's a man sitting there and he's not seeing because you are generating energy. You don't know. All these tears, all these things, they are generating energy. So he's the first person to use, to use echolocation to, to tell us about things. He will describe everything here. Just hearing. Do you know one thing he said? He said the problem with sighted people, with those of us that have eyes, is that we have eyes to judge others. So, you know, you can talk about somebody wearing, doing one hairstyle, doing one, because you can see it. He said that's one problem with sighted people. They can judge others. Okay? So, I mean, and that's love. Love has no shape. All these things, all this programming, you won't know. You, you, you think it's your thoughts, really? You think it's your thoughts? If we dissect your thought, the one that is yours, that is there, purely yours, if it's just like this, the one that is purely yours, you, you listen to our assessment, you like it. You listen to our music, you like it. They are programming you. Do you understand now? So when you now say, oh, this is what I like, this is what I like, with a mix of your own personality and who you are, it will be so difficult for you to be able to separate, to dichotomize, let me use that. It's so difficult for you to do that. So difficult. Okay? So love has no shape. So if you have that man, if, you, if God wants to help you, God wants to help you, you first of all take that away from you. So if you want to help yourself, start, you know, letting go. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. Hmm. Let me tell you a story. My friend came to me and said, Guy, please, I need a wife. I need a babe. Hook me up. I said, oh, there's a girl that just came to serve in my place of work. Don't worry. She's a good girl. I'll just, I'll just organize. We'll all just go out on a date because I'm the sociable guy, so I'm always knowing people, knowing people. So I'll go on the date, and I'll leave you guys together to talk. Then I was after one fair girl in Lekki where I go chop my breakfast. I know some of you don't chop breakfast, but God will not let you eat dinner. And so I go Lekki, Oniru Estate. I chop banga as breakfast. So I came back and I, a colleague of mine was like, oh, I don't know your problem. See, babe. And I just turned, was I see somebody just God just opened my eyes. I was like, yeah, truly. But this girl already promised my wife, my friend, I'm going to be hooking them up. So I moved closer to her. We've been friends. Like, I mean, and I started asking her some questions. The questions that my Abiola could not answer. Ha. Huh. Hey, my God. I say, God. Now, here it is. Ah. Well, why in this black container? <laughs> so, my friend came and said, okay, what's up about our date? I said, guy, I'm sorry. I said, what? You like her? I knew it. That's what you always do. Like, I mean, I said, guy, don't verse, no verse, no verse. But this girl, she's mine. 
I'm sorry, I have to keep her. Don't worry, we'll look for another one for you. He said, no. But thankfully, he was my best man when I got married. But let me tell you one thing, eh? I want to let you know the impact of this scheme I'm talking about, how deep it can be, how deep it can be. We were at Ozone Cinema, my, myself and this friend of mine, this is my best friend, and I was crying. I was about to be married. I've always wanted a fair lady, and I was crying. At, my wife is not going to be married. This guy is just looking at me like, you must be meant. Do you know, for some people, they don't even, some people are so lucky. They don't, they don't, some, you know, there are some people that don't have um, no preference, no spec. I mean, they're, they're so lucky. Somebody just look at me and say, ow, ow, this is a gift. Can you give me? As it's a gift. I was crying. Guess what? I don't think anyone here is as fair as, my mother-in-law is as fair as this, naturally fair. fair as fair as this lady or even fairer, my mother-in-law. Very fair and beautiful. My wife is beautiful, but she's the dark version. She took, I said, why did you take after your father? How can you see two people? You are a lady. Why would you go and take your father's complexion? But trust me, I'm telling you reality. Okay? These are things that, but the beautiful thing is that I understand what my struggle, okay? That the problem is not my wife. The problem is with me. So all my tears is letting go of the rubbish I've held onto. Do you understand? As I was passing through, I was passing through, passing through, I let them out. All right, I had to let them go. When my aunt came for my introduction, she entered, she saw my mother-in-law first. Bam! Very beautiful woman. Yellow woman. Stayed abroad, so her skin. Oh. She ran outside and said, ah, hola, you get eyes. I just saw your mother-in-law. I said, wait, wait. She takes, you know, light-skinned people, they always take the attention. So, I mean, even the woman with her daughter and all her children, dark, you know. But I was just trying to show you the schema, how, you know, they affect our judgment, our judgment of things. I'm trying to let you know that love has no shape, has no color. You can find it anywhere, in any vessel. The mistake we make is that we think that that person must have two legs. There are people who are having loving relationship and the guy can't walk. Anything can happen. If you marry a complete guy and in marriage something happens, or you marry a complete lady and something happens, what will you do if you don't know essentially what love is? Do you understand that? I promise to tell you the truth. I'm not telling you the truth. Okay, now I'm going somewhere. And this is a mistake that we all make. I made that mistake too. Okay, now... Love is a reward. See someone that takes all the boxes, then you want to reward them with this feeling. They stare something in you. You may not even know biologically, you know, some hormones flaring, rewarding, dopamine. You want, you want them to hold you close. It's different when they are in the room. Your body is, the butterfly you're feeling, it's normal. You're a human being. Nothing is wrong with you. It's not the devil's handwork. You're a human being, so you should respond, Okay? The hormones that respond to pleasure, you know, they're there, they're seeing it. It's not you that told your mind, oh, fear, be afraid. No, there's a factor responsible that will take care of that, all right? But what you need to do, all right, is that, you see, it is not in time of war that you start training. You start training yourself before war. If you have trained your mind, you've trained yourself, okay, before you meet the person and all these things start happening, you, you, you can program them to say, no, don't be running wild, no, 
don't just be running wild. My emotions, you can't just be running wild. You can't just be doing whatever you like. This is it. You take control from me. When I say run, you run. And that's where most of us, we have our weaknesses. They didn't really bring us up that way. Okay? All right, so that's fine. Okay, that's fine. But now you know. Now you know. So that feeling is there. Now, the Bible says something in the books of Song of Solomon. Now, this is something that, I mean, is fundamental. I give as gifts. I just give it as, when you're young and you're not yet married, and you're single, I just want to give you a gift. I say, take. I don't care whether you're in a relationship or not, whether you're yet in a relationship or something, just take it. I learned it a very hard way. I learned it from a girl called Shadi. No, it wasn't that I learned it from Shadi, but where I suffered, before I stumbled on it, was Shadi. Because, you know, I was desperate. I was desperate. It's like, you are desperate. She was liking me, but I was becoming desperate. Do you understand that? You're desperate. Song of Solomon 8 4. Can you, can you, can you, can somebody read it? Songs of Solomon 8 4. So, now, when we talk about love, the Bible has described love for us. The Bible has described love for us. God is love. In the book of John, God is love. So, first of all, one of the criteria is that, and you must note this again. (laughs) Jesus. Okay, quick one. Let me give you five things you must know, and you keep knowing. Five things you must know, and you keep knowing. One, know yourself. Huh? Know yourself. Know your God. I mean, I say know yourself. Know everything about yourself. Self, human being. Your biology, your everything. Everything I'm talking about, your psychology. No, keep knowing yourself. Know your God. Alright? Know your God. It's not the, the God that it, somebody told you, like uh, somebody told you this God. No, no. Know your God. Go and find your own God. Your God. Find him. Know him. Keep knowing your God. Keep knowing yourself. Know your world. Many of us are in this world. We don't know this world at all. How will you conquer a world you don't know? Know your world, the politics of the world, everything going on in the world. Know it. Know your world. Know people. Know people. Know people. The way people behave, who they are, different types of people that we have. Keep knowing them. And finally, when you get married, know your spouse. That's a cause for you. I mean, know your spouse. Because it's specific. It's different. You can't love your spouse the same way probably someone you get. Know your spouse. Five things you must know. Okay? All right. Now, I was going to say something about Songs of Solomon. Okay, is it there? Okay, daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you, do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires. Now, there's a version that says, can you give me the King James? I like that one. Do you have the King James? Aha! It says, I charge you. Oh, New King James, let me see. New King James. New King James. New King James. NKJV. So, God is love. I was saying something. God is love. Now, yeah, that's my, that's my favorite. Now, I was saying something. God is love. When I say know your God, the more of God you know, the more of love you know. Do you understand that? The more of God you know. It is God to love somebody, to love human being. It is God. Some of you will say, ah, God is patient. Do, do you know you, you say that to another human being? You say, ah, God is patient. Now, you want to deal with a human being. You think you don't need God. Now, let me bust your bubble. If you or she is not godly, they can never be lovely. If they are not godly, they cannot be lovely. Where would they get it from? They will love you from their own schema. God, God is going to, God is the one who can give you a rema. 
who can change your own dimension, who can reveal who you are to yourself, who can reveal everything to you. So you're from different backgrounds. I mean, so I mean, so where do you want it to come from? Where do you want this love that you're demanding from this person to come from? Where would they get it from? Until your eyes is open, then you realize that, ah, you know what? You're a fantastic person. But we can't be on this journey, but I can see that probably I just need to inspire and open your eyes to you becoming a better you, and that's all I have to do in your life. I don't have to be the one in your life. Do you understand? Who have you in a relationship that you don't have no business in? You don't, you've even complicate, you've complicated your mission. You didn't understand your assignments there. That, oh, seeing this person. Let me tell you something. I met a lady back then. Very pretty lady. Energetic, creative. Guess what? Her English is terrible. She works in an organization. She said they laugh at her. But I have a very broad heart. Like, oh, no, don't worry. I said, don't worry. Five minutes more. Hmm. I'm done. I'm done. Don't worry. I'm done. I said, don't worry. Then I op- God opened my eyes to see that all I just need to do it's just to help her. So don't worry. I don't I say English is not hard. Tenses. Talking about his language. Why would somebody be? And I helped her. She's the head of the organization in Kenya now. And she does MC for the organization. Some people, you don't have any business. You know, you just realize and look and say, ah. because but you must know yourself. Know what God wants for you. You have to offer for understanding before you can. So you want to go to this verse. This is my key point. I charge you, O daughters of Israel, of Jerusalem, do not stir love, do not stir or nor awaken love until it pleases. Do not stir love until it pleases. Love is inside of you. Some of you, you've not fallen. That's why you will not be having issues. You'll not be having issues. You know because already you are in love. Everything is complicated. You can't make a straight decision because you're already in love. Your judgment is eroded because you're already what? In love. The Bible says, do not stir love until it pleases. So it's not just like, okay, your, your gate is just open. When you, when you read the, the early chapter, talking about our sister being a gate, your, 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 your mind is just open. Anyhow, anybody. Just find yourself being attracted to everyone. No. They were talking, the brothers were talking about, oh, if she's a wall, we'll be the wall, you know. You need to be the wall. Guard your heart with all diligence. Some of you are in a relationship, it's complicated. You're supposed to work out, you can't work out because emotions and all these things, like, oh, what's going to happen? You stare love. It's not pleasing. It must be pleasing before you stare love. And I say, now we can love. Now I can love you. Even if that is the person, if God says, this is who I have for you, don't just say, okay, because God said you are the one I have for you, then you just go and start loving. No! You look. Is it pleasing yet, Lord? No. Ah, brother, we have to do this. We have to do this. Sister, we have to do this. In love, I will not release the key of my emotions yet until it's pleasing. Now, if you've given someone the key of emotions, you need to, first of all, withdraw it from them. Then you see who they are. Because you've given them that benefit. That's why they are doing that one. They know you'll come back. Withdraw the key. And hold it. It's not yet pleasing. You don't listen to me. I can't talk to you. We can't even discuss your finances. 
We can discuss your habits. And I tell him it's be fine, it's be fine. No, it's not yet pleasing. It's not about me. It's not yet pleasing. Sorry, I've given you undue advantage, but I've withdrawn from you. You don't deserve it. Not yet. It's a reward. It's a reward. So that's my gift for you. Do not stay love until it pleases. Do not. It's a training. So you have to keep your mind, your mind sane, your mind sharp. You have to be knowing yourself. Things that easily tickle your fancy. One or two things they will say that you don't need. Huh? One or two things she will do. And ah, anybody that does that, ah, that thing gets me. You need to know yourself what gets you. It's about knowing yourself. When you know yourself, you when you when you know you, when you know yourself, you'll be seeing people the way they are. It's like a mirror. You just be seeing them like, ah. Because you have to wait for that person. You have to wait for that person. Like the woman with the alabaster boss came to Jesus. Oil of perfume all over him. Smelling good. Why? Why? We could sell that. We could make money from that. No. This is the person. Do not put gold in the snout of a swine. Let me explain that to you. Swine is a pig. Do not put a gold earring in the snout, in the nose of a, of a what? Of a pig. Where would the pig go and put it? In the mud. That's what we are in the mud. Because you put your gold ring in the snout. You don't know the value of it. If you know the value of it, no, I, I can't give it to you. No, I can't give it to you. So know yourself more. Work on yourself more. Increase your self-worth. Increase your value. Alright? There's nothing wrong with you. And ladies, let me just say this. Some of you, you are so conscious of time. So conscious of time. Ah, my time is going. My time is going. I'm, let me tell you. You, need to, you just need to work on your self-worth and self-value. It's because you don't know. You don't know your self-worth and your self-value. That's why you think time has gone. Time is not gone anywhere. You are the one that time is even waiting for. Trust me. Oh, sugar. Except a man has not seen what he wants in you. If he sees it, you beg him to stop chasing you. Just make yourself a person of worth and value. I mean, you you will not have to be, the, you have a lot of entries and you'll be looking, no, not yet pleasing, no, not yet pleasing, no, not yet pleasing. Oh, this is where you have to guard it, your alabaster box. We are going to break it on. And also the same thing goes for you as a guy. The woman, I had to choose my wife. I said, this one, even though she didn't come in the complexion that I want, but this one is deserving. This is my wife. And I'm proud. And today, you can check up my wife. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. And all those things don't matter to me anymore. She's beautiful. That's where I broke my life. I'm about the boss. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We're glad you're part of our community now and trust you are blessed by today's message. Please subscribe to the Show or Shibiasar podcast. Like and share as well. You can also find Pastor Sheung on Instagram at Sheung Oshibeso or at Gracemade NG.